Hello and welcome back to the Clients and Profits Feature Cast. My name is Phil and I'm your host as we explore the many features found in Clients and Profits that help you work smarter, faster, and more profitable. I'm joined again by my co-host, Cindy Weston. Hello there. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Today we're talking about the Weekly Task Planner. Yes. It actually helps a resource know what's on their plate, what their deadlines are, and it's specific to them. Now, a resource being a staffer, staffer. that has tasks assigned a deadline. to them. Okay. Correct. And a deadline. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what it allows you to do, it kind of works like a time card in a way, because if they go to my menu, my Weekly Task Planner, it's just theirs. So it's not like they can see everybody else's stuff. It's just their right. items it's to do. Right. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can also get to this information from the MyCMP as well. So if they are web-based, they can get to it from the web-based um, access to the program as well. What's nice about it, though, is it's proactive because before they even work on it, they can see how many hours have been estimated, how many hours are left to work on it before they even work on it. So it is tied with estimating and keeping jobs on budget, which makes AEs and obviously managers a lot happier. Yeah, so nice. it's a very proactive tool as far as budgeting hours goes as well. Great. Yep. Now, is the My Weekly Task Planner, is it is that available in all versions of the program? Yes, it is. So they just go to the My Menu, My Weekly Task Planner. It shows it for that week that it defaults to, but there's a little pop-up in the top right that they can pull down different weeks. So it's for a four-week period. They can see their work load for four weeks. All they have to do is double click on it. They can see the notes. If they highlight it, they can see the notes down below in the initial window, but they could double click on it. And if they have access to, they could actually mark it finished. So this is tied into every job schedule mm-hmm. for every job. For them. For, just for them. Just for them, yeah. If, if you're a manager, though, and you need to do more than one person's, or let's say I need to see more than a four-week period because I want to go to Tahiti next month, and right. I'm going come heck or high water, right? Take me with you. <laughs> so you can go to the um, production menu to the work to do. And then you could put it, there's a selection that you can do it for a specific resource for a longer date period. So I could do it all the way to last year, hopefully not that, you know, I don't have that many undue, un, uh, overdue tasks. Right. And then I can forecast it until whenever date I want to in the future. So you can see a larger period of time than just the four weeks that you can see from the My Weekly Task Planner. Now, are there any email alerts tied to the Weekly Task Planner? Yes. If you assign somebody a deadline, they will actually get an email on the start date and they'll get an email on the due date. So if you don't have enough user licenses for everybody to get in, they don't even have to get into the program. They'll actually get an email notification saying that this should start today and, oh, by the way, this is due on whatever date you assign. So whoever goes whoever goes into scheduling and assigns a resource, a staff initial, right. gives it a due date, tabs over the lead time, which is the heads up, they'll get a start date automatically and then get email notifications. So this is a feature that you can use for more staff members than you're actually paying for user licenses for. Correct. Wow, that's great. Right, because you can. It doesn't matter. It, it just matters who's in, obviously, on right, the licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they don't even have to get into clients and profits to see that because they're going to get email notifications automatically. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a big babysitter. Yeah, big no babysitter. kidding. Babysitter, I loved it. <laughs> see, there's loved another it. money saver from clients and profits. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's great. Saved well, thanks, my sanity. <laughs> I did, I'm telling you. When you worked in agencies uh-huh. and saved your sanity? Yes. You came in handy. It was a big babysitter. I just put it in and it managed it. And people responded to it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just asking. No, not always kindly, you know, when right. you give people deadlines. But. They're kind of bossy. <laughs> It's even on the program. It's program. The program reminded it helps, you. It, it wasn't Clients me. of Profits helps you be the boss sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because someone has to do it. Yeah. It's not a good job. No. no. Everyone wants to be someone's babysitter. No. But it does. It actually babysits for you because once you put in the information, all I had to do was update it if something changed. All right. So. Cool. Well, yeah. that's a great feature. I love this. I really I do. I do too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Make sure I'm warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to learn more about the Weekly Task Planner and features like the Weekly Task Planner, check out our Clients and Profits feature list, clientsandprofits.com forward slash features. I have a question, Cindy. Yeah. Uh, Doug wants to know how his agency can start using job scheduling in clients and profits. Now, what's, two, a good, what's a good way to start using job scheduling? Two different suggestions. You can, for an easy route, just take every job ticket that's active and add at least one due date into each of those jobs. So at least it gets it on the list because if the job itself doesn't have one task with a due date that isn't marked unfinished, so it has to be a due date that's still viable, still, what would you say? Still that? an active job? Well, uh, if, if, if the job ticket itself has a deadline and it's not marked finished, so it's still an active of tax Right. task needing it's, it's to be an open, done. It's an open right. job. It'll, it'll appear on the, the whole job will appear on the scheduling reports. But if there's not a task that has a deadline, the whole job doesn't appear because there's nothing to pull it to the report. Right. So take take all your active jobs and at least apply one deadline, even if it's the whole deadline of the whole job to like the delivery task or something, just to get it on the list. Mm-hmm. Then you can start to fine tune as you find time and as things are changing. So initially I would just take a, a deadline and add it to a job and a start date and add it to a job with a resource responsible for it, just to get them on. Sure. I, since I was the big babysitter where I worked, I didn't want to straddle two programs. So I didn't want to say, okay, well, I'm going to look at this old program and the Excel sheet we had, and I'm going to monitor clients and profits. I didn't want to straddle two different programs. It was too hard for me. I didn't have enough time. So I took the time to put all our deadlines in the program just so that I had one place to monitor. And the minute we, you know, the minute we ran off the starting line, we were, set, we were ready to go. Okay. So it kind of just depends on your resources, what works best for your agency, but at least get one task in each of the jobs with a deadline so it appears on the reports. Now, obviously, with larger uh, agencies, with agencies with more people, it's tougher Mm -hmm. to keep track. Uh, When you have a smaller agency, two or three people, are job schedules all that necessary? Yes, because they, I mean, things still change. And and just because it's a small agency, the creative staff might not know that something changed because it might be the AE's decision. And then the traffic production manager is trying to make sure the resources aren't overscheduled. So it's just a way for everybody to keep on the same board, knowing the same information, the same deadlines without having to call them, put a posting note on their forehead or, you know, walk to their office and print something and put it on their desk. So it makes it, it just makes it easier. Just, it's like a central, a central air traffic control. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Job traffic control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you find it necessary for uh, production managers to print job schedules in the morning? It just depends if if you have enough user licenses. No, because then they can get into their own work to do from the weekly task planner. If you don't have enough user licenses, again, if you're using that MyCMP, they can get in and see that information. If you're not utilizing that, then yeah, you'd have to have somebody be the report printer. And I probably would would recommend the snapshot uh, schedules work to do job schedule report because it's sort by staffer so each person can have their own page without let you know what's happening that day but it page breaks it by person so it makes it easier cool yeah well thank you cindy yeah you always have the answers you're just you're wonderful we can't stump (laughs) you okay well listen if you have questions for us email us podcast at clientsandprofits.com we'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll answer your questions on the air until next time my name is phil and i'm cindy and this has been the clients and profits feature cast (laughs) 